through now for the reading. And it's taken today from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you so much for coming. That's better. I need to. That's why I need to take this off. Then I can hear. Thank you for coming, and thank you for all the preparation that's gone into this morning and this whole time together. Thank you to those who shared such moving things that you've said that's true about us and about the way that God has been at work. And it's great to be able to share not only the service together, but to share some food together and have a picnic. Hands up to those of you who have brought a picnic and are able to stay. Great! Fantastic! Now, I wonder whether uh, in amongst that picnic you have any fruit. Can you put your hands up if you've got some fruit? Brilliant! Okay, so particular fruits I'm looking for. Has anybody got an orange? Would you like to bring it up? You bring up, because I'd like to uh, collect a few bits of fruit. Thank you, Eloise. Secondly, has anybody got an apple? Can you put it on this table, on the chair? It's becoming a table. Anybody got an apple? Can you bring it forward? Who's got an apple? Sean's got an apple. Good. <laughs> anybody got a banana? Fantastic have a banana, and any raspberries, my favourite fruit of all. Anybody got a raspberry? Yeah. Yes? Oh, thank you very much, Ewan. That's marvellous. Pop it on there. And here's, here's one that I doubt if anybody has got. Anybody got a big, juicy watermelon that we can all share? Oh, it's cut up. Oh, great. Well, that would be lovely. Thank you very much indeed. That's <laughs> well, you never know what, what will come <laughs> with a picnic. Um, oh dear. Well, why don't you take the watermelon back and we'll, we'll, we'll share the watermelon afterwards. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, these good fruits that we've got all have one thing in common. They come from trees or bushes that have good roots. Oh, I thought this was a good idea when I prepared this. I had it in a folder so it doesn't blow away and now the folder's blown away. <laughs> Let's try again. It's okay now. So I brought with me uh, a proper raspberry brush that I planted from the garden and I am assuming that this has some good roots. Shall we just see what it's like? Oh, hallelujah, it's got some roots. Yes, fantastic roots, look at those. They are going, Richard knows all about the roots in my garden. He's helped to dig up some things which have had evil roots and nearly finished him off the other day. But these roots are so important. And we know, as the Bible says over and over again in different ways, that 
Good roots produce good fruits. Shall we all say that together? Good roots produce good fruit. I'm not going to get through this talk, am I? It's going to take an even longer time than I normally preach for. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, that her phrase has been round and about our heads, Sean and I, for a long, long time. And she decided to produce this publication, which is the publication that's in so many of our church schools, on four and a half thousand church schools all over the country, called Roots and Fruits. And it shows how, when people have good roots in God's love, their life becomes more and more fruitful. Whether you're a young child or whether you're more elderly and retired, like what I am very soon. <laughs> but let me tell you, oh Andy, they're forever practical, thank you. Very much indeed. He's the man that fixes everything for me. Let me tell you about what happened to me walking home from school last Sunday. It was only last Sunday. And as I was turning the corner of Strawberry Road... Pardon? Walked home from church, yes. When did I say I was walking? School. <laughs> like, like, a, like a great partnership, like fish and chips, we need each other. And Sean, uh, make sure <laughs> that I don't go too far off track most of the time. So I was walking home from church just recently, yes, last Sunday, and I got to Shrubbery Road and the traffic lights there and turned into our road. And uh, just in front of me were these two lads. They were about 14, 15 years old. And they were obviously up to no good. And they, they walked in front of me and I heard one of them say to the other, oh, look at this bunting. This is on the bunting that was around Mother, Mama Bear's playgroup there. He said, it needs lighting up. So he got his little lighter out of his uh, pocket and started setting fire to the bunting, or at least he tried to. Thankfully, there was a bit of a breeze, not much, quite as much as today, but the breeze kept blowing out the flame. And I thought, thank you, Lord. <laughs> and I said, come on, move along. I didn't say sunny, but keep moving along. And he looked at me and, um, well, I won't repeat quite what he said, but you can imagine his response wasn't particularly edifying. And I uh, felt rather upset about it. But thankfully, because he couldn't set it on fire, he moved across the other side of the road, jumping around and uh, generally saying, well, rather rude things. Such uh, is the youth of some of the youth of today. But yeah. I know that for him, that was a really difficult time. It was a very difficult time for me, and I felt quite churned up. After lunch, I had a bit of time to think, and I began to feel rather sad. I think I began to feel something of the compassion of Jesus and the heart of Jesus. And I remembered those words that he said, that the thief comes to steal and kill and destroy. But he offered a great alternative, didn't he? That Jesus said, what did he say? I, say it together, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. 
And that's what Jesus has offered us. He gives us that opportunity to discover that it's all about life. And I think of the children and the young people that I've seen go through Christ Church over the years and are still part of the thriving children's ministry and youth ministry. And I just thank God for the love in which they've been nurtured, that their roots have been enabled to go deep into that love for all the work that the leaders and the teachers and those who have been part of those ministries have given over all years I've been here and before and will do afterwards. And I am truly, truly thankful that that life is something that God is pouring into young people's hearts if they're open to God and will enable that Spirit of God to keep working in their lives, to choose life and not to choose a way that leads to destruction and the ending of good things. They have discovered that Jesus loves them and that they are loved by Jesus and following him as disciples in the whole of life is a thing that makes it all worthwhile. And like us all, as we are learning to live the life, learning by God's amazing grace to put roots into, deep into God's love, I am overflowing with thankfulness for the way that Christ church people have invested so much in enabling those good roots to grow so that good fruits can follow under the leadership of so many people. And Anita's leadership in discipleship for all ages has enabled that all that work has been coordinated and is taking, being taken forward and will be going forward in the years to come. So we know that good roots produce good fruits. And that's what that passage that Sean read is all about. Just as you received Christ as Lord, says St. Paul, continue to live in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Overflowing with thankfulness. That really is what Sean and I are feeling today. Yes, it's a deeply emotional time for us, and we're so sad to be leaving, but we are overflowing with thankfulness for all that God has done and all the love that we have shown, that you have, through your love for one another and for us, enabled us to bear fruit to God's glory and to see the kingdom of God come in ways that we've never otherwise imagined. We are so thankful for the love of God's people here and the love of our own family too and the way in which you have shown love to our family over the years and particularly over this last year or so when our family has been through such deep things, things like we never imagined would happen. And I'm really grateful that St. Harrod is here today. Unfortunately, uh, your children, our grandchildren, Henry and Daisy, uh, have to self-isolate because the, their bubble has been burst. And uh, little Huxley, uh, our two-year-old grandson, and our other very little grandson, 
uh, Laurie were hoping to be here as well. But Huxley is in hospital because he's got a bug and a high temperature, uh, so he can't come either. But Angharad is going to say a few words on behalf of our children uh, about the way in which we are, as a family, so thankful for being able to be part of this community. Yeah, it's a real privilege to be um, here to share this really special moment with you all. And um, well, if you think Dad's emotional, <laughs> I definitely take after him. So I'll try my very best to get through this um, without too many um, stops. Words together, um, him from from hospital uh, and uh, myself just. Um, wanted to combine our thoughts um, to, to share that word of, of um, heartfelt thanks to you all um, for the way that you've supported us as a family um, and right from the moment that um, mum and dad kind of even stepped foot into, into Christchurch, literally the, the, the first moment they did, they, they felt that sense of God's call um, on their lives to be here and it was quite a culture shock from being in Wales and uh, certainly to, to a parish of 23,000 people so it's, it's quite, a, quite a difference but they just knew it was the right thing and, and, um, and we certainly have felt that warmth and that love from you all um, all the way through our family life that we've shared with you um, and wherever we are in the country um, that sense of, of, of love um, that has carried mum and dad through and, and certainly and yes together um, and and that sense of steadfastness that friendship that they've shared with you the unwavering commitment that you've shown um, to dad and and to mum as as we know they come as a team <laughs> which is um, so eloquently been um, shared already um, and 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 your commitment to all that God has done through their leadership um, has just enabled their time here to be one of of huge growth um, and um, where people lives have been transformed in most amazing ways um, and and for that we're, we're all so grateful um, and and the sense as well that life this this life thing that um, that God God gives is just flowing through this church in most amazing ways and and I know that that will endure um, all, all the way through um, this church's life even obviously when mum and dad leave that that sense of um, moving with God's spirit um, and and going where he goes is, is such a powerful um, way that this church marks what it's all about and um, and that really comes through um, Matt in particular as, as dad did just say he wanted to say a, a, a really special thank you to you all um, specifically for the way that you've supported um, him and, and his little family of four um, and also us as a whole family through um, what has been an extremely uh, tough year for us all um, and he said that your gifts and, and your support and prayers have really genuinely carried them through this time and, and we're all extremely grateful just want to say a couple more things if that's okay um matt matt wrote loads <laughs> which i really wanted to share with you um and um just just that you know this sense of, of being in church life is really all that we've ever known dad was ordained at kind of 23 or so um and so obviously we've grown up in in the vicar's the vicar's household being vicar's children and um and it's certainly oh, i'm just gonna put this down struggling with the paper here 
you go. Um, and um, it really it has been a privilege to see um, and watch mum and dad's ministry um, kind of grow and, and, um, and be nurtured um, in, in the parishes that they've been. And um, we've obviously seen uh, behind the scenes as well, uh, as well as what you see kind of, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis. And, and, and both Matt and I just... Um, I have never met anyone um, with 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 such a conviction of who God is um, in the way that the dad has. He he has um, he has a real understanding of um, of where God is calling him and and um, you know the way that his life, an example of the way that he lives, and through his leadership. Um, outpours that um, in, in a way that transforms lives and, and Matt certainly was saying about how the scriptures and the way that um, dad preaches through using the scriptures resonates in the hearts of so many people um, in such special ways um, and um, that certainly that's in, in our family life <laughs> um, as well as as well as what's on the uh, outside and, um, and and that's rem remarkable leadership um, that we've been able to um, to be a part of. And Mum, as, as you sure we're uh, we're all aware, and of this force of nature, which is what Matt said, and obviously uh, Rosie Rosie said that 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 um, phrase as well. Um, the most incredible gift that she has to galvanise others, to create change, um, and and her service of life to God through leadership um, in education as well as alongside Dad in church life has been remarkable, and they really are quite a team. Um, but the way that you've embraced their leadership and come alongside them both and stood with them in prayer and worship through the highs and the lows, certainly have been plenty of those, <laughs> um, has been inspirational and has made um, the last 20 years or so incredibly special. But the time um, has come for change, and as, as ever, mum and dad are, are, are so astute to God's call on their lives. And um, But one thing remains, doesn't it, that God is, is always at the centre of, of um, who we are and, and in the life um, that flows from this church, um, both now and, and for what's to come. Dad did drop into conversation um, yesterday that he might uh, consider applying for the post again when it is uh, published. <laughs> Which is, I said it wasn't quite, I don't think, what the plan is, Dad. So just watch out for that. <laughs> um, but um, it is a huge and enormous thank you from us all um, to you. Um, and, and our prayer um, for this church is yes and amen. <laughs> As a family, we've been able to be led by God and, uh, and born fruit over those years because of God's grace. Our society and our world do face huge challenges. And Jesus warns us that there are destructive powers, forces at work in our world that seek to steal from us what really matters in life. But we are overflowing with thankfulness that Jesus came to bring life and that that life is a life that is in its fullness. There's no greater life than the life that Jesus brings. And being thankful for the time we've shared with you 
and with all the people who have gone before, learning to live that life has been because we want and pray that God may be seen as the great big God that he is and always will be. May the glory and the praise be his forever and ever.